Welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your Christian Financial Advisors host, Bob Barber, and his co-host, Sean Peters. Welcome to another episode of Christian Financial Perspectives. So glad that you joined us today. We are going to be covering a a really interesting topic on financial personalities. Now, if you do enjoy financial topics from a Christian perspective, love for you to hit that subscribe button and just, you know, know, get more content like this in your inbox. But it also does help the channel and helps other people who might be looking for the same kind of content. So today we're going to be covering what's your financial personality. And I'm going to send it over to Bob to give us a little intro. Okay, I sure will, Sean. You know, we each have different, like there's the, there's the different uh, financial temperaments. Mm-hmm. So we have the different financial personalities. And I, I break this down into the uh, saver, spender, giver, and investor. So first, we're going to start off with the saver. And I, I have a feeling that every one of you are going to relate to one of these financial personalities. I think a, a good balanced approach to all of them is the best best approach, but um, I have a tendency to be one of these, and I have a feeling a lot of you will have a tendency to be stronger in one of these financial personalities than the other. So as we're going along, just think about it, and maybe you'll relate, see how you relate to this, Sean. That's so, right. Yeah. Okay? So so the first one we're going to cover is the saver, and savers are naturally frugal. Yes, they savers are. Savers rarely make purchases with credit cards, or if they do, it is definitely paid off within weeks. And they're, uh, they have very little debt. They don't like debt at all. Um, they don't like paying interest and they don't even like it when they're young, Sean. They, I mean, they just don't like debt. Uh, Savers are not concerned about following the latest trends (laughs) as they get more satisfaction from reading the interest on a bank statement than from acquiring something new. (laughs) Savers are conservative by nature and don't take big risk with their investments. Hey, Sean, do we know anybody like this? No, I don't. Oh, my wife. Oh, yes. Your daughter. <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to actually tell uh, Jenna sometimes, Jenna, go spend some money. It's okay. Yeah, okay. I, I've had to learn if I, don't buy, if I don't buy her an actual gift, Yeah. I have to give her a gift card that has to basically be used on her. <laughs> You know, yeah. Um, if I give her a Visa gift card, you know, or just you know something where you can use it on anything, she'll just use it for groceries or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So anyway, it, you know, the savers are they're big budgeters. Mm-hmm. Um, they they and they like to know Sean where every dollar is going. That's right. It's it's just a natural thing in them. And savers do need to be careful with equating their net worth with their self worth. Yeah. So, so if you're identifying as the saver, that's one of the, I guess, the negatives of, you know, be careful that you don't equate those two together. And then the last one, of course, savers may become overly obsessed with how much money they have, and it's never quite enough. There's never quite enough saved. And that can be uh, a negative thing, actually, mm-hmm. because, because um, it's always just a little bit more than what they need. Now, we have a, a great scripture, and I think this is the scripture that probably most savers read a lot of. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling of that one. Um, it comes from Proverbs 6, 6 through 8, where we talk about the ant, you That's sluggard. Right. Okay, go, so go so ahead. I'll go ahead and read that one. Right. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer, or ruler, yet it stores its provisions in summer 
and gathers its food at harvest. How long will you lie there, you sluggard? <laughs> when will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a thief, and scarcity like an armed man. I think I've said this before, Bob, but Proverbs need to be more direct. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was trying to say, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and it's, it, it might be my fault that your wife might be so much of a saver because we read Proverbs every single day. Hey, I'd rather her be a saver than a spender. Uh, that, that's true. That's true. So, so next we Which we goes had, right into the next one. Yeah, next had, we have the spender. We had the spender, which is quite the opposite uh, of the saver. Yep. And these are the person, uh, personality traits of a spender that, that I've seen. They get great emotional satisfaction from spending and buying on almost anything. Mm -hmm. And another trait that's the second trait I've seen is they actually, Sean, they, they get a sense of accomplishment right. from shopping. Now, how, right. who would I don't I don't know how that one happens, but I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it in people that love to spend. They feel like they've accomplished something, like they've worked for something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, uh, now it, uh, it could be kind of true, you know, like yeah. if you if you had uh, something like a water heater go out, right, and you, right. you did your research and you yep. found the right one, you bought it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see how that's a yeah. sense of accomplishment. Yeah. So. But uh, they feel productive. Yeah. When, exactly. When 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 they're spending, spenders it, also have a hard time resisting the urge to buy even if it's to buy items they may not really need. Yeah, so. that's true. And, and they're usually aware, Sean, of their addiction that they have, this spending habit. Mm -hmm. um, and they, they even are concerned about it. I've spoken with some of them. They're like, yeah, you know, they'll have that credit card debt that can be ten or fifteen thousand yeah. dollars, and they don't like it. And they, and it, but really, they need help. They don't know mm -hmm. how to stop that because right. they're getting so much emotional satisfaction from spending. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the the last two traits, I'll I'll cover those real quick. Which is us. kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah. This next one. Spenders look for bargains, thinking they are getting a good deal. Yes. And spenders use credit cards spontaneously without regard to how much they are tracking or racking up in charges or what the balance is. I think they're very surprised by the balance when yeah. it comes in um, because they, they got caught up in it. It's so easy nowadays to click, click, click on that on that uh, Amazon uh, little app. And yeah. it's all, you know, well, all yeah. tied together. You know, we've we've talked about stuff like this before, but with the buy now. You know, more and more, not just Amazon, but more and more companies yeah. are having that where if you have an account, it's just tap the button and don't have to think about it and just goes to your default payment yeah. method and shipping and address, all that good stuff. So, so I hope we haven't yeah. lost you as a spender. Um, we, we, want, we want you to stay with us. We don't mean to be, we're not trying to put a, a guilt trip on you. Okay. Not at right. all. Yeah. We, don't, we hey, want to help you. <laughs> Ecclesiastes says yeah. there's a time for, for everything. That's, that's so right. There's yeah. a time to spend. There's a time to save, and uh, we're going to... But Proverbs does have a scripture on that's this. Right. Yeah, yeah. Proverbs 21, 20. There is treasure to be desired and oil in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man spendeth it up. So we, we uh, yeah, I think there, and there's a lot of great, uh, you know, I call them ministries out there, like Crown Ministries is really good with helping mm -hmm. um, spenders and and don't get don't not getting that worth right. in your life from from spending. Okay. So we're going to move on now to the the next one, the third personality trait, which is the giver. This is my favorite. That's right. Yeah. So the giver 
just some traits to think about. Number one, givers look at money as a tool to help others. Great way to look at it. And they get grat- uh, gratification, actually, from helping others. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a great trait. That's right. Uh, givers are caring individuals who usually put others' needs above their own. And they find joy in being a source of encouragement and a shoulder to lean on. That's right. And then the last one, givers may regularly volunteer their time and energy to help others up. So, you know, we do typically talk about finance, but obviously when you come to the giver, you have three things that you're given by the Lord. You have time, talent, and treasure. Yes. So it doesn't always necessarily relate to finance. So the giver may be the person that's there at church all the time to help and volunteer because that's one way they, they can give back. You know, um, you know, my wife is a giver. Yes. And, and right now she is in, in the kitchen today. She's got like five boxes of cake mix, and she's making all the cake for a friend's daughter tomorrow that's having a baby shower, okay? Oh, yeah. And, and you know, Rachel just does that. She is, she's giving. She's very giving with, her, with her, her funds. And I think this is such a Christian, Christ-like yes. uh, trait. And it's one of the greatest traits of all. Christians should strive to have this, as, this part of their financial personality. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, with giving and prayer, that trait can come about right. because what it what it does what does giving do giving releases yeah. selfishness it's yeah. very hard to be selfish yep. and giving at the same time and as you already said but you know giving makes us most like Christ it you know, does like when, when we're giving we are emulating Christ like behavior more than probably any other time so my script my favorite scripture from this is is second corinthians 9 7 that each of you should give what you've decided in your heart to give not reluctantly or under compulsion god loves a cheerful giver and giving is a privilege and and like you say it's hard to outgive it's hard to outgive god yeah that's right that's right so now we come by by the way um we're going to come to the last uh one now and, and this one is the investor personality, okay? That's right. Now, of these four, which one of these do you think I am? The investor, which is what we're going to cover now. That's like exactly for, right. For, for me, I personally exhibit the spender and the giver probably the most. Yeah. Um, I understand the investor mentality. I understand the saving mentality. But uh, without constraints, I, I'm very much... Spender and giver, you're definitely the investor. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share these because I can relate so much. And um, by the way, there's some negative sides of this too, mm-hmm. okay? But I, I hate spending money on anything unless I know I'm going to get a return back, Sean. Yep. Uh, and and, and that, can, that can hurt me in the giving area. Um, right. You know, but I don't want to, because I don't want to give to get. All right. Exactly. I want to give yep. because it's the right thing to do. But I'm always trying to make money on anything that I spend money on, and that's the investor side of me. That's that investor personality trait. Um, I, I look at to the, into the future. So I hate buying depreciating items. That's right. I, just, I can't stand, stand that. I want to buy anything I buy. I want to say, all right, is it going to be worth more in the future? I'm constantly aware also of the economy and what the markets are doing. And I have that obsession nearly of always trying to figure out which way the economy's going. And I have a hard time relaxing because I have this investor trait so much. I've really got to submit this to the Holy Spirit yep. to pull this down to where it's not so uh, consuming to me. Now, those that listen to us, they're probably like, well, okay, I'm, I want you 
investing our I want you being the one that's managing our our investments for us then. Right. Well, yeah, you do with that one, but this trait can also get out of hand. It can. Yeah. It can. And, and of course, the, the, the last trait for the investor, uh, investors are driven by careful decision-making processes like a written investment strategy and their investments reflect the need to take a certain amount of risk in pursuit of a financial goal. Yeah. But you know, God, God definitely made you the investor personality, Bob. Yeah. But it's good because you, you decided, well, I, I can't, stop focusing on this stuff. So I guess I may as well do it as a career. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it suits, it suits well. But the scripture for, for this one, we're not going to read the whole thing, but it's Matthew 25, 14 through 30. Yeah. About the parable. Talk about the parable of the talents. Parable of the talents. Yeah. Don't be the third, the third servant. Be, be one of the first two where they actually did something with what the master left and made something from it. You and know, they, and, got a return. and as we always say, we don't know how long that period was. Yeah. It wasn't about day trading. And we speak against day trading here. That's right. We speak about long term. So I, I believe, and it doesn't say in the scripture how long. So I believe it, it had to have been at least three to five years. Yeah. Well, because they doubled their money too. Yeah. So depending exactly. on, the, on how risky the but, first two servants were, I yeah. mean, there's a minimum amount of time probably that would have elapsed. So which financial trait are you? Are you the, the, the giver, the spender, uh, the saver, or the investor? And I, I think the best approach would be a balanced approach to look at right. all of this. Uh, there's no doubt that all of us are going to have a tendency to go towards one or the other. Um, but be, be careful of that and try to have a good balanced approach right. at it. And I think the number one approach, that is the best one is the what the giver? The giver. Yeah. yeah. So, I if, think so if you are going to try to focus on strengthening one in yeah, particular, the that. giver, uh, you can't go wrong with the giver. You like you can't give out outgive God, and our society could use more people that have the giving financial trait. I absolutely believe so, that. Well, that that does it for the program. Liz, you got any other closing thoughts? I don't, I don't. I don't think so. And we're here to help you with these financial personality traits. And uh, if you want to give us a call during uh, business hours or text, you, you can use the number 830-609-6986. That'd be up on the screen for you. And, or you can reach us on the web at christianfinancialadvisors.com. Thank you for listening today. Thank you. And God bless. That's all for now. 